This is How We See It, a look at issues that impact our faith and community. For the next few minutes, we'll explore topics with people who are making a difference in our world. This is How We See It. I'm Deacon Mike Sweeney, and our guest today from Cristo Rey Salesian High School in Tampa are Brianna Brokaw, Director of Admissions, and Nelson Jules, a senior in the high school. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, Brianna, talk about Cristo Rey Network of Schools. Is it an affiliation? Is there a national governing body? You're part of the Salesian schools. Right. So actually, there's two different affiliations that we have. We are part of the national network of Cristo Rey High Schools. That is 38 schools throughout the U.S. We were the first here in Florida, and now there's one in Miami. And we're also part of the Salesian schools, uh, which is a different network, right? So Cristo Rey schools are from several different affiliations. We are the Salesian school, so we do have some guidance from the Salesian Brotherhood as well. Can you describe the goal of treating a student to be the best they can instead of punishment? So that can be a little scary sounding. Does that mean that you don't have standard forms of punishment like suspensions and referrals and things like that? Or do you just look at punishing a different way? So at our school, we use something called restorative justice. And that is our method for ensuring that students grow from their experiences, right? It doesn't mean that we don't sometimes have suspensions or things like that, although they are very rare. Our first mode of action is to work with the students so that they can reflect upon their actions. Teenagers are growing and learning, and we want to make sure we provide them not just with the skills to continue their growth, but also with that space to work with the adults to feel like they can come to us by looking at what they've done and how that affects them and the others around them. Nelson, as a senior in high school, this is it for you. You're moving on to bigger and better things. Tell us, what has being a student at Crystal Ray done for you? How are you prepared to either go to college or start entering the working world? Honestly, it's it's been great. As a middle schooler, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but coming into Crystal Ray, they gave me like a plan and like a path to follow in order to assure that I get the most out of my opportunity there. The corporate work study program definitely has helped me a lot because they put me somewhere where I know that I can grow at J.P. Morgan, and it's just been great. So you've been working for J.P. Morgan and Chase? Yes, sir. What were you doing for them? So my first two years, you know, obviously with COVID, it was at home, but they made sure that I still got the most out of my opportunity doing things such as Zoom meetings and sort of doing coding and also projects. What kind of projects? So like the first two years, I worked on projects to help my school. So it was called a fintech. So what a fintech did was like I presented in front of people such as the president and the principal and the dean ways to help my school through the donation process. So get the most out of our money through the donation process. Brianna, the Salesians and St. Don Bosco want to show students that they are loved. And that is something that I think today's world needs more than ever. So how does Crystal Ray show students love? I mean, do you hug all the students as they're coming in the door and that's it? (laughs) No, definitely not that. Um, I think the best way to show a young person that you love them is to have the highest expectation and hold them in the highest regard. We have very high expectations of our students. Every single student at Crystal Ray takes a full load of college preparatory classes. We also don't only expect them to enter into the university, but we expect them to graduate from the university. And we provide every single support that we can to ensure that that happens. 
I'm also really proud to say because we're such a small school, we are able to have very close relationships with our students, not only knowing what dreams they might have to do in their career, who their siblings are, things like that, but also getting to provide them other opportunities. If I hear that an organization is hiring, I know a student that might be interested in that specific job. And there's so many of us on campus that are the same, that we want to be there. We want to provide every opportunity and support for our students. And that's how we, how we love them. Do you stay in contact with students after they graduate? I do. I am very close with a handful of students that have graduated. I won't mention any names, but I've had a student recently come give me a gift of her own artwork. She's at the University of Tampa. She's studying art therapy there, and she gifted me one of her sculptures, and it's just beautiful. Now it sits in my office. Another student that is pursuing a career as an RN, I was able to connect him with some resources for for hiring and stuff. So, Nelson, I think you're now you're Gen Z, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So I think Gen C, they get they get a pretty bad rap sometimes as not really wanting to work too hard. So tell the world where they're wrong. Gen Z are actually hard workers. I honestly think like all my peers at Crystal Ray are hard workers, you know. And for me, my parents have always been hard on me because, you know, nothing has been easy for them. So to be able to come into this environment and work hard, it's, it's a blessing in disguise. Talk about your parents a little bit. So you said it's been hard for them. How so? Being from another country, you know, coming in, they didn't really have much, but they worked hard to get to where they are now. And for them to give me an education, it means a lot. So I have to take advantage of that the best way I can. What country? Uh, They came from Haiti. Beautiful. So you speak multiple languages? Yes, sir. Oh, good for you. Which ones? I speak uh, Haitian Creole and just English. Very nice. I tell you to say some things, but I, I don't know what you're saying. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at the end he can tell people to apply in, in Haitian Creole, and I can do that in Spanish. <laughs> Beautiful. Wow. I won't know what either of you are saying. So, <laughs> I, what, One of the things I love about St. John Bosco is he wanted a school to be a home, four pillars. Mm-hmm. He wanted this school to be a home, a school, a church, and a playground. So how does Crystal Ray balance these four pillars? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. We are here when you talk about the school educating the student. Obviously, I I talked a little bit about the university and college preparatory process. But we're not here to just educate them for in academics and in their career, but also to form them as a whole person. We want to make sure that our students get that upbringing and that values-based education so that when they go away and when they're in their careers, they're making good decisions for themselves and for their for others around them. We're talking with Brianna Brokaw, Director of Admissions, and Nelson Jules, a student from Cristo Rey Tampa, Salesian High School. So along those lines, you have the four pillars of John St. John Bosco, home, school, church, and playground. How do you balance that, though, when you have students, because you have students of different faith backgrounds? Correct. So how, when you have somebody that's not a Catholic, how can you talk about the faith of the Catholic Church with those students? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that we try to be a Catholic school for students of all faith backgrounds to give them that formation, that faith-based formation. It doesn't have to be specific to Catholicism. We have Muslim students who get to have great conversations with our other students and have even invited them to 
their mosques. We've had students that are uh, Jewish and they have invited teachers to their homes for Passover. We try to be that home for everybody. Um, I actually think that Nelson can speak to this as a non-Catholic Christian student who has been on the leadership retreat. Do you want to talk a little bit about the Catholic leadership retreat and how that was? Yeah, it was great, honestly. So the priest at our school, Father Eddie, he came to me with open arms, honestly, and invited me to the leadership retreat, knowing that uh, I was not Catholic, but he knew that this would be a great opportunity for me to grow in my faith. So when I got there, it was honestly one of the best experiences in my life. Not having my phone for four days, it was it was kind of a struggle. But when I got to do those activities, I honestly just forgot about it. I was able to meet new people and open up a new realm like in my faith. So it was it was great. At Crystal Ray, you know, I have friends that aren't Catholic, but we still go to mass and feel like a presence there. Like we're able to go to adoration and still feel welcomed. One of the best things you can do, one of the best activities you can do, whether you're Catholic or not, is adoration. Because, man, if you ever need that peace, that's where to go. So talk about peace a little bit, if you don't mind. We have such a huge problem with anxiety and depression in society. So, Brianna, how does Cristo Rey address the many faceted problems of uh, mental illness? Absolutely. We take this into consideration uh, very seriously because... As you said, this is uh, overwhelming for our students right now with anxiety, depression. When you look at reports, it's it's a little scary. So what we do at the school and we've implemented now for the past two years is we have a full-time mental health counselor. And Miss Erin is wonderful. She works with students one-on-one on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. For those that are struggling, no matter what it is, right, it could be something at home. It could just be the anxiety of school. Teenagers are going through a lot right now, and they always will, I think. We just want to be there to provide that support when needed. Miss Erin also is wonderful and has group sessions for our students. So students that are going through the transition of being a middle schooler to a high schooler, we have a freshman transitions group. For students that are getting ready to leave, there is a senior transitions group. For students that have experienced loss, we have support groups for that as well. And the students not only get to work with Miss Erin, but then get to build those relationships with each other. And that's really what we're, we're looking at doing. On top of that, we also focus heavily on social emotional learning in every single class period. So our teachers are trained, even today they're in professional development, and how to best bring that into the classroom in the first four minutes and the final four minutes. So every single teacher does those check-ins with every student that they have in every class period. Very good. Nelson, this is it for you. As I said before, you know, you're a senior, you're about to go out into the world. It's probably pretty frightening, right? A little bit, (laughs) but you're getting a lot of good tools. What's next for you? And can you talk a little bit about the corporate work study program and how did that program get you ready for what's coming in the next year? So I want to go into college to major in business management and minor in information technology. And the Crystal Ray work-study program has helped me a lot with that because, honestly, I didn't know what I wanted to do in, like, my career. But working at J.P. Morgan, seeing all these people, meeting them, having conversations with them has led me to kind of figure myself out. And doing these different projects has really helped me a lot. There was one guy I talked to during my lunch break, and he asked me the same question. And I answered him with, I don't know. And he said, look, if you want to be a business major, you should also 
tie that in with IT because you've learned all these great tools at JP Morgan. Why not just apply it as well? Very good. Do you feel do you feel equipped? Do you feel ready? Do you feel nervous? Like there has to be so much going through your head. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of things going through my head during this time, but I feel like my environment at Crystal Ray, the people there have helped me a lot. So Brianna, tell us you're a listening parent listening to this right now. Why should a parent who maybe has a child in a, either a public school or a um, elementary Catholic school, why should they consider Cristo Rey Tampa? First of all, I'll start with we're providing an affordable option for Catholic and college preparatory education. When I say affordable, I'm talking $75 a month. You're going to be sending your student to a school where they have multiple supports. We've talked about on the social emotional side on the college going process in their work and career aspirations. This school has so many opportunities and so many people who care about the students. If you're looking for those opportunities, there's quite a few schools that offer college preparatory. We're one of the few schools where we offer that in combination with a work study and not just any work study, but a corporate work study experience where our students are at companies like JP Morgan making those connections and learning in the workplace. We also offer our students alumni support. After Nelson leaves us, he's not going to be completely free of Cristo Rey because he will continue to have the support of our alumni coordinator, whose job it is is to make sure our students have those resources and will even fly out if something is, is really necessary. So Cristo Rey is an amazing opportunity. I think we're, we're one of the best schools in the Tampa area. We're new, but we're growing, and we've been doing this since 2016 and only getting better. $75 a month, that's the tuition? That's right. $75 a month. There's 10 months in the school year. It's $750 then for your whole school year. And the reason we do that is because we have an income cap. The income guidelines are listed on our website, and you can look at that. But we're here to provide the opportunities for every single family in Tampa. A lot of families can afford fifteen and uh, fifteen thousand or twenty thousand dollars a year in tuition, and that's wonderful. But then there's many families who who really can't afford that, and that's who we're really here to serve. So, Brianna, the corporate work study program. What percentage of your students take part in that? One hundred percent. So, from their freshman year to their senior year, every single student is in the corporate work study program. They have to be ready for that. That being said, our, our admissions process can be a little rigorous because we're we're making sure that the students who come to Cristo Rey are going to be ready to engage in that program, even as 14-year-olds. We do a summer business training every year. So before our new students come in, they get to have that training and preparation before they go off to work. So tell us, what events do you have coming up where the public can learn a little bit more about Cristo Rey? Absolutely. We're really excited. We are still accepting applications. We have a corporate work study expo. It's happening on Thursday, March 30th in the evening. That would be one that families who are interested, who have never gone through the admissions process or are just interested in learning a little bit more can come on campus, hear from our corporate work study partners and our students about that experience. They also get to learn a little bit about our academic program as well that day. A little bit later in the year, we're going to have a Panther Pride Night where interested students can come and participate with our students in a Friday night oratory. Nelson, tell us, where are you going to school and what will you be studying? 
So uh, I have a lot of options, but right now I don't have a set choice. But thanks to Krista Ray's college counseling, the counselor has helped me a lot throughout this whole process. Honestly, the top three schools are two out-of-state schools and in-state school. So I have May 1st to make my decision. So, Okay, look out world. All right, our guest today, Nelson Jules, a senior at Cristo Rey Tampa, and Brianna Brokaw, director of admissions at Cristo Rey Tampa Salesian High School. And this is How We See It. You're listening to How We See It, a look at issues and ministries that are having an impact in our community and world. If you missed any of today's program, you'll find a copy on Spirit FM's SoundCloud page. There's a link to it at myspiritfm.com. Now, back to our program. On this edition of How We See It, we're going to explore one of the ministries in the Bay Area that are trying to help save moms and babies going through those difficult times when they have chosen life. Today, I want to welcome Marsha Reimer, who's the executive director of the Bay Area Pregnancy Centers located in Clearwater. Marsha, welcome to the studios. Thank you. Glad to be here. You and I met at the Christian Chamber of Commerce. We had a great conversation, and you just had a golf tournament not too long ago, and now you're preparing for a big walk coming up in April. Yes, we're excited about that. It will be number 13. We partner with the Kimberly Home. And that's going to be where and when? That is at Crest Lake Park in Clearwater, and that is April 22nd. April 22nd in Clearwater at Crest Lake Park. It's it's a great time, John, of fellowship. Um, That's a beautiful park. The city just um, revamped that park, and we bring these two ministries together and support both ministries. So if you want to find out more about that walk, you can go to myspiritfm.com and check it out on our community calendar. Just go to myspiritfm.com slash calendar. You can find out more about that. Marsha, tell me about the Bay Area Pregnancy Centers. What do you do and how long have you been doing it? Well, John, we have been in operation, I should say, since July of 1985. So we're celebrating 38 years this July. We have three centers Clearwater, Largo, and St. Pete. In 2022, last year, we served just over 1,300 clients. There's a great need out there, especially, Marcia, with the recent ruling last summer of the Supreme Court throwing out the Roe versus Wade decision. Now, legislation has gone to the state, so there's still a battle going on. What happens now is that that's going to put more pressure on pregnancy centers and ministries that are helping moms to just see themselves through that pregnancy and beyond. Yes. And as we've talked about, John, one of the exciting things about Bay Area Pregnancy Center is we do partner with young women, families through their pregnancy, but we continue to mentor, love on them until that baby celebrates their fifth birthday. So you're with them for five years. Yes, sir. Love it. They're like family when that five years are up. I was going to say, do do most of them stay through the five, or do they usually fade out after a couple of years or what? No, most of them stay with us after that, and some many years after. We're seeing women now, their children are teenagers, but they come back to say hello. Once in a while, they stop in and ask for prayer. They have something going on in their lives, and they ask to see their counselor and come in and Mm -hmm. pray. Let's go back to 19, I think you said 1985 when this was first founded. A lot of people say, well, women are the ones that are really being served here. 
but it was a number of pastors that came together to say, we need to form this organization to help moms in need and families go forth with unplanned pregnancies. So you still have churches involved? Yes, we have 28 churches, local churches, all denominations that support us. And we're very grateful for that because we operate on donations. It was seven churches. Two of those are still involved today, 38 mm-hmm. years later. So what are the, some of the services that you provide? Of course, we have classes that we, and all of our services are free. The classes include for the young woman, she doesn't have to be young. We've had as old as 40, but women who are pregnant, we have classes for them for different stages of the pregnancy. Early in the pregnancy, it's called you and your pregnancy. Safe exercises, what foods to stay away from, questions that they have. Second one, of course, is labor and delivery. And the final one is infant care. You don't just, because you're a mom and you're pregnant, know how to take care of a baby. And a lot of our clients are are younger. We also try to meet their material needs, diapers, wipes, formula, anything related to babies or children under five. We partner with the state of Florida and we are promoting safe sleep. So we also provide them the month before their baby is due with um, a brand new port crib Do you work with local physicians? I mean, most of the women that would come in are probably not quite economically able to take care. They don't have the resources at their, where they live. And so I know for me, going to the doctor can be expensive. I know for a, a young pregnant woman or with a, with a newborn, they've got to just be sweating it. There's a lot of stress involved. How am I going to pay this? Do you have any kind of a situation set up with, with local physicians? We have several that we can refer them to. The biggest service that we can provide them is if you're in Florida and you're pregnant and based on your income, you probably qualify for Medicaid. Okay. So we help them get that. They have to apply for that, and it takes about 30 days to get it. Okay. But it will cover pregnancy, delivery, and usually the baby for one year, first year of baby's life. I know for a fact, because I went to buy some supplies for the local pregnancy center, that supplies are not cheap. Diapers have gone up threefold since I had children. Formula, we, we saw the story about being a shortage. Empty shelves. Right. How do you deal with that? Well, we do. We have several pediatricians who help us. They get samples and they donate them to us. We share with our clients. In some dire needs, we do have funds. We can purchase formula for them. Of course, we encourage nursing. For example, I mentioned the pack and place for safe sleep. Um, We were getting those. Healthy Start was getting those. They were $49, John. They're now up to 80. So everything baby-related has gone up. We have churches give us baby showers, and they donate diapers and wipes. So it's for the generosity of others that we're able to help these young women. Mm. Women who find out they're pregnant, you know, um, they're two months pregnant. I don't know what to, to do. Do they ever come to you and say, hey, I'm thinking about an abortion? Yes, they do. Oh, yes, they what do. What happens? So if they walk in, what do you what do? You, so um, obviously we have to have a very serious conversation with them. We, first of all, we encourage them, you do not have to make a decision right now. Let's make sure that you've looked at all of your options. Of course, parent is one of your options. Adoption is also one of their options. I'll be honest, we just kind of slide past that third one. We don't, Sure. they want to know, well, how much is it? Where is it? We don't know. 
we just don't know. And we have a little packet that we give them that has a 10-week-old model in it, soft rubber. It comes in white, brown, and black. And it's got a receiving blanket in it. And our information and information about their choices. And we've got it packed up real nice and neat. We send one of those with everybody. Our thoughts are they leave us. They go home and throw that on the kitchen counter or the coffee table. Maybe the it will help them to keep thinking about it. We don't strong arm anybody, John, Mm -hmm. but we stay in touch. So we reach out, phone call, text, email, whichever they prefer. We saved 67 babies last year from abortion, 67 little ones. And that's what keeps you going right there. Yes, sir. That's that's the the motivating factor for all all your work. Talking with Marsha Reimer, who is the executive director of Bay Area Pregnancy Centers, Uh, located in Clearwater. You do have three locations. And uh, to find out more about them, you can go to mybapc.com. You can find out all their locations and how to reach out to them. 67 lives you saved last year. Once they decide, okay, yeah, I've decided I want to keep my child. I want to see it to term. Do you meet with them once a month? How does that work? They can come once a week. If they wanted to come more, we wouldn't turn them away. Sure, They can come once a week. We see them love on them, see, try to meet all their needs right through delivery. I've actually had counselors go to the hospital because they don't have a family member or someone that's supporting them. And then, like we mentioned earlier, we continue to see them, help them with clothes, shoes, books, puzzles, anything two, three, four, five-year-old needs. So we're, we're committed. And by the time that five years is up, we're also family. I know you refer to doctors and so forth and pediatricians. Do you have on staff, you've got volunteers, but I mean, are are some also paid professionals that that have been in that industry? We have what we call a life team. John, I should be sure and mention this. So last month, we just started providing sonograms. Oh, okay. The Knights of Columbus bought us a beautiful, uh, it was $27,000 sonogram machine, but we had to put together a medical director, which we have, someone to read the image, which we now have, a nurse manager we now have, and a sonographer that we now have. So that team is in place. And of course, that's a very important tool when we are trying to talk with an abortion-minded woman. Mm -hmm. She sees that little flutter, that little heart on that screen. It makes a big difference, John. But where do you see the the ministry, I'll say, the, the outreach that you're doing in five to 10 years from now, knowing that the laws are changing and there's some, you know, a struggle, is there going to be, is there going to be more effort put into having to keep ministries like yours going because of the influx of more babies? John, it's going to take all of our prayers and all of our efforts. I don't think this is over by any means. You know, I just listened to a program Actually, it was the governor speaking Mm -hmm. um, because some states don't allow abortion, period. So they just travel across the state line. I I don't think this is over. I really don't know what's in store. There's people that are listening now. They've had their babies and, you know, they pack up the the clothes that their babies wore. The babies, of course, grow quickly. Do you take gently used clothing or toys or anything like that? Absolutely. We sure do. And and our rule of thumb is to our volunteers who are 
getting these items ready, if you wouldn't put it on your child or your grandchild, if it's, you know, if it's more than gently used, um, put it aside. And that goes to Haiti, to an orphanage. So nothing goes to waste. And I wanted to point out, John, families don't have to be pregnant to come to us. They just have to have five-year or younger child, and we help them with all those items you just mentioned. Sure. Wow. So we've got about two minutes left. We mentioned the walk coming up. Uh, That's going to be on April 22nd. How else can people support you? Prayer. Financial gift is awesome because that's what keeps us going. They're welcome to come out and join our walk. We have a lot of fun. Do you Um, need volunteers? Yes, we could use a couple of volunteers. And that's at 201 South Glenwood Avenue. If you don't aren't familiar with Clearwater, and that's where Crest Lake is located off Gulf to Bay in Clearwater. Okay. That would be awesome. All right. So financial, if you've got clothing or other supplies that have not expired and you want to donate, that would be great. And, of course, your prayers. Uh, to find out more about the Bay Area Pregnancy Centers and the good work that they're doing, visit my BAPC, my bayareapregnancycenter.com and you can find out uh, all the locations and probably a donation page if you'd like to make a gift there as well so Marsha Reimer thank you so much for stopping by today. Thank you John thank you so much Thanks for listening to today's program This presentation and others like it are made possible by supporters like you If you'd like a copy of today's program make comments or suggestions and to help us keep this important programming on the air Visit myspiritfm.com slash how we see it.